Hey, what's up, y'all? Y'all know who it is. I'm just here to uh, um give y'all. Well, I don't think it's news for a lot of people. It might be. Um, obviously, this part is being recorded after the episode that you're listening to. Um, a- after that has been recorded, I recorded that Saturday, and today is Sunday. Sunday being the day of Kobe Bryant's uh, passing. So I just wanted to use this opportunity right now to wish him, his daughter, uh, Gigi, and the seven other passengers on that helicopter uh, rest in peace. Um, I, I just want to take this time out to just show my appreciation for Kobe Bryant Um and just uh, again, just prayers for his him his uh, for his family and the families of the other individuals on that helicopter as well. I mean, I, this this was some horrible news. I was doing some homework when I was when I found out about this. I was trying to unwind because I had a really long, long, long day. And I just wanted to go on Twitter to, to to see what's happening. Like, hopefully something good. And that was the first thing I saw. So, uh, needless to say, my, my, my Sunday has been very... It, it wasn't the best, but thinking about Kobe Bryant... At that moment, I was like, how, how am I going to finish this work? And I thought Kobe Bryant would, if Kobe was, 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 Kobe would coach me through it. Kobe would, don't stop, keep going. And that's what Kobe was all about throughout his phenomenal NBA career and afterward. It was if you want to be great at whatever you are trying to achieve, you got to keep going. There's going to be hurdles. There's going to be stops. There's going to be bad news. There's going to be days like today where you're feeling shitty, like how it was today. You just got to keep going. And that is the message that I am going to remember Kobe Bryant uh, for just his perseverance and how he continued on being great, how he continued on to build on his greatness because of his perseverance. Once it, once again, rest in peace and enjoy the rest of the show. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So um, no big announcements here. Three three subjects, three topics. So let me get right into it. So this first topic is going to kind of branch off of what <clears throat> a discussion I had or not a discussion I had, really, because uh, none of y'all replied to this shit. <laughs> but um, basically a topic I brought up a couple weeks ago when I talked about Tyler Perry's films, right? 
and how there was a, a bunch of black men on Twitter, some black women as well, but a bunch of black men uh, basically crying about the depiction of black men in Tyler Perry films, right? Um, I talked about that. I forgot the name of that episode. It was a couple weeks ago. I know that for sure. But, you know, I talk about a lot of shit. Um, I didn't forget what I said about that because those thoughts still stand till this day. But um, it's just a couple. Literally, that was probably like two weeks ago. And then two weeks after that episode goes up, I see uh, people arguing the opposite. Uh, kind of the opposite, but not necessarily the opposite. So now you have your s- very few, actually, but very few black women uh, saying that Tyler Perry's films, they, they, they dislike Tyler Perry's films because they don't like the depiction of black women in the films. Now, I am not here to tell anybody uh, how to feel about Tyler Perry, his films. I'm not here to tell anybody whatever to think this, that, and the third, right? But, you know, this argument coming two weeks after the black men made say the same argument about black men in the Tyler Perry film, and there was a bunch of women attacking those men and saying, well, that's how it is. That's how y'all really treat us. And the shit that we go through in the movies is how it really is depicted in real life now it seems as though i'm not saying the same women but it seems as though the the women who were agreeing with who basically said they liked his films uh because of that depiction are now silent or if they're not silent they're joining the side of no we hate his films because we don't like the depiction of black women there's a lot of there's a lot of like things I gotta uh, peel back, a lot of layers I gotta peel back when it comes to this discussion. Um, the main focus I wanted to focus on when it came to this discussion was the fact that when it came out that Tyler Perry doesn't have he doesn't have a writer's room basically, whereas he is I believe. He is the sole. He he writes all the uh, roles. The, the he does all the writing for his movies and everything that he creates. He does the writing for right. Um, there were black women who had an issue with Tyler Perry being some who being someone who is not a black woman writing the roles that he has been writing for black women and portraying them the way he has been portraying them in his movies okay but two weeks before then once again you all loved his portrayal of you 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 all right and i when i say you all i'm not talk i'm not speaking about all obviously but there are some who are straight up acting as if though Tyler Perry's movies aren't beloved by other black women or other black men right um cuz th- this is the discussion i tried to have with people but it was with a couple women who don't know anything about accountability right so I was not trying to keep this conversation going simply because I'm not here to play the the dance in circles games. Like if I wanted to play a game where, 
you had to go in a circle. I'd play musical chairs. At least that game is fun. And at least with that game, if you don't do not grab a chair by the end of the song or when the song stops playing and someone presses pause, you're out. Meaning you got to hold yourself accountable for getting out. Now, there's a bunch of sore losers. I've been playing musical chairs. I haven't played that in years, but when I was a kid, you know, we played it all the time in school and stuff and at parties. And, and yeah, you would get the kids who refused to get out, even though they were clearly out. Or the kid who would fall down and stuff and then throw a fit. And then uh, the chair that he or she wanted or was going for, they would... <laughs> They would throw that kid out the chair and then sit in that chair and pout and not move and stuff. And these, I, I bet you the, those kids are the adults today who are acting this way, right? In, in their own form of, in the adult form of musical chairs, where it's basically you got to hold yourself accountable for whatever the case may be. That's another discussion for another time, possibly. But I just want to talk about... The, I have this question. From this conversation and from this situation that went down with Tyler Perry. And now people don't like... their Now women aren't, are, um, are displeased with their depiction of um, themselves in his films. Which, again, like I said, I am not trying to convince anybody to feel however they want to feel they can feel however they want i'm not trying to say you should think this way but i just find it highly funny when the men were saying that y'all were saying the men need to shut the fuck up and actually listen for once and watch and listen for once and and, and see how dirty they're doing us but then when the women now all of a sudden it's they don't like their own depiction about what they two weeks prior was saying was an actual depiction but they don't like so they're basically saying they don't like the truth if that was the case i don't know it seems weird but my question is could you criticize something and still fuck with it at the end of the day could you criticize can you criticize how something is being made and still fuck with it at the end of the day I ask that because, once again, it deals with the whole Tyler Perry thing. Now, the women tried to... One in particular was like, oh, I don't know how people... You don't gotta be a fan of Tyler Perry yourself. But to act as if, though, this man does not have a cult following. Or to act as if, though, you don't know the popularity of this man is asinine. And that's what what this one woman tried to do. And these are older women, by the way, that I'm talking to. These are women who are older than 28. Shit, older than fucking 20s. Older than 30s. These were older women, um, at least in their early 40s. Or if they not in their 40s, late 30s. But still, these were older, much older, 10 10 years, 15 years, maybe um, older than I am. And these were women who still did not hold tried to play that bitch ass uh you know the 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 dumb game with me basically the dumb game that people try to do uh try to play uh when they don't want to answer when they don't they know the truth it goes against something they said so instead of actually dealing with reality and dealing with the truth they want to make up 
lies or make up alternative facts as this woman was doing she really tried to say that she did not i don't the reason why i don't believe her is because i don't think you could be aware of who tyler perry is and aware of the movies and aware of how characters are portrayed in a movie and not be aware of the man's popularity i just refuse to believe that is the truth now if you are someone who never who only heard the name Tyler Perry, but you never saw the movies. You never got into them. And in fact, the circles or the people that you hang out with, they don't talk about them. You never seen really any hype about Tyler Perry. Then if if you were to make a statement like this woman made about, oh, I don't know how popular they are. I just know that the depictions are not good and I don't like the depictions of black women. And I... So you know enough about the depictions not being to your standard you know enough to know who Tyler Perry is and again you know enough to know at least more than one Tyler Perry movie because to make a statement like that you would have had to watch more than one movie you can't just watch one movie and this is for the men as well if you only watch one Tyler Perry film and didn't like the portrayal of the black man in that film and said no all his movies are like that You didn't see, you don't have to see all, but you definitely need to see more than one to understand, more than two at least, to understand the depiction and the problems people have with the depiction of black men and women. And again, I am not saying that these people cannot or should not feel the way that they feel. All I'm saying is it seems really odd that literally in the same month we're still in january people at least for, you know I, the, i'm recording this in january i'm gonna release this on the last monday of january basically but within the same month you have women saying well if you do not like the depiction of how you are being depicted in tyler perry films and tyler perry creates these films that is real life then how about you all change your well they weren't saying that i was saying that actually but they was basically making an argument that if these are real life predict uh uh depictions right within the same month and then literally two weeks after in the same month are making the same exact argument they were arguing against And then now you have a few women that was in my mentions talking about how not a few, one, but two of them were agreeing with her. And then one person chimed in and act as if though, oh, let's stop playing stupid. But he was, he, he, I am assuming is a dude. Um, They, let me just say, they were not saying that to the woman who was clearly playing dumb. They were saying that to me because I asked I asked the same question I'm asking you all. So it's okay to watch this man's film if you don't like the creative process about it. And he said that was plain stupid. Or or uh what was the term he he made? I think it was socio-political comments. Which that the, the, the people 
<laughs> this is another discussion for another time with these buzzword warriors where they just learn a word or learn a phrase or yeah just learn a, uh, a word and then all of a sudden they want to overuse it like that had nothing his the, using that word and that contents had nothing to do with what i was saying and it probably had nothing to do if i have if i go back and read all the comments because i'm not reading all the only comments i really read and remember are the ones that i had with the initial woman i didn't care about the other people chiming in his comment only only uh stuck to me because i was like what is this nigga talking about or their comment still calling him a nigga what this nigga talking about because they made a stupid ass comment that had nothing to do with anything they just wanted to chime in and be the the uh lame ass simp ass or black man hating ass or whatever the case may be man like i'm not here to analyze this motherfucker's comments i'm here to ask you all if you have a problem with how anything is made why are you continuously fucking with it if you have a problem with how your junk food is made fast food is made and and you you watch documentaries of how mcdonald's gets their burgers and how burger king and all these other places how all these places treat the animals before they kill them and before you know all this other stuff right if you have a problem with that at some point and this is the argument i'm making to that question at some point your mouth and your wallet are gonna have to be uh uh coincide they're gonna have to be one in the same or else you're just gonna have to shut the fuck up and keep enjoying whatever you're enjoying it's the same shit i was basically saying to the men and women who had a problem with tyler perry's depiction of black men two weeks ago if you're still going to watch these movies and you have a problem with not only the creation, but how they're made. At the end of the day, nobody's making you watch these movies. At the end of the day, nobody's making you spend the money to watch these movies. Talk about, oh, I, I bootleg them, I do this, I do that, and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, money, whether you're spending money or time. To watch that film, you still did so. At the end of the day, nobody made you do so. You made that choice. So I say to the women who, if they're genuine in their argument about their uh, lack of support, uh, well, not, yeah, their lack of support of Tyler Perry because they don't want a black man writing black women the way that he does in his films and they would rather have a black woman do so but they're still watching his films and they didn't have a problem with his portrayal of black women in the films two weeks ago or prior to that when these arguments uh first came out about the portrayal of black men in his films if y'all didn't have a problem with it then and y'all didn't vocalize a problem with it then um you either have to deal with it now or stop watching the films. These are your choices. Because it it makes no sense to argue about a problem that you're still going to uh, participate in. 
you know, it's a problem that he, these films are made this way, but then you still watch the films. Or you could be like the women who say, oh, I don't, or the woman who said, I don't know the level of popularity, I don't watch the films, I don't this, that, and the third, but you do know enough about the film to not like your portrayal. Alright, if you're choosing the, the, uh, if you're choosing not to watch the films, and you have a problem with the creative process about it, then simply just don't do that. But I would urge you to, if you feel, if you really feel that strongly about it, uh, because again, if that woman was my issue with her is once again, not the fact that, cause I'm not no Tyler Perry stan. So I'm not out here trying to get people to watch the film, this, that, and the third, his films or whatever, right? Whatever he got going on. Um, but my issue with her was, again, she really tried to play the stupid game with me, where it was like she really tried to act as if, though, she doesn't know how popular. Just because you yourself do not think something is good does not mean you should not acknowledge the popularity of it. Like me, that whole, uh, what's it called, SoundCloud rap or mumble rap or whatever, right? Even auto-tune, right? I do not see the impel in it when it comes to music. But I am not... I'd be... It'd be ridiculous of me to to, to uh, denounce the popularity of it. It's kind of like this dude I know. He He's a he's one of the biggest LeBron James haters, right? You ain't got to be a fan of the man. But to, to disregard not only his popularity, but his talent to me is just... It's... Again, it's asinine if I have to use that word again. Um, because it's like, bro, like you ain't got to feel the way that me and other people feel about LeBron James. But if you're denying cold hard facts, there's a problem. If your hate for this person or your dislike or disdain or whatever for somebody or something is so deep that you're willing to deny facts. That's a problem. That is the problem. The problem is not your difference of opinion, although people nowadays will make you seem, make it seem as though it's a problem to have a difference of opinion, right? When it comes to certain things, of course. But the simple fact of the matter is that's not the the issue here. The big issue here is you have now people making an argument about Tyler Perry films. Oh, we don't like the way that, you know, and again, they can, they, they, they can feel that way. In fact, I honestly, if, if there weren't women or people who are being hypocrites about it, because again, they liked if they did if they went back and said oh shit Tyler wrote this movie and this is one of my favorite Tyler movies um and the fact that he wrote this black woman the way that he did but there were no black women writers in the room now Tyler's most likely probably going to get black women writers in the room now uh because of I mean if the backlash I, I don't see the backlash uh uh, uh, 
keeping up. I I probably ignited it by talking about it in this podcast again, but um, it didn't last for longer than that day, honestly. And that day was. It was actually not even two weeks ago. It was like three weeks ago, to be real with y'all, uh, when I did that episode. Um, but the backlash was two weeks after that uh, episode uh, that I referenced, right? Now that I think about it. Either or, the backlash that lasted not for a full day, but literally like an hour. <laughs> um, that was not... Last week, that was, I believe, the uh, week before that or so. Yeah. Um, And I wrote it down for this week's episode and stuff. Either way, people keep that same energy. That's number one. Two, uh, make sure your actions and your words match up or shut the fuck up. And this isn't just for Tyler Perry films. Once again, I'm not a stan. I'm not trying to get people to support the man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Feel however you want about his films, his movies. But it, it just seems really odd to me that these films, the way he was creating these films, was not a problem to you prior to you learning that there were no black women in the film. I mean, not in the film, but in the writing room. That there was no writing room, period. I. Now, all of a sudden, it's a problem. But you like the depictions either way prior to even knowing who was writing the films. So, I think that if you can do that, then you can just as easily just say, Okay, yeah, I would rather have a black woman write these black women roles. But, in all honesty, I did not care or dislike the way he was writing black women in these movies and now if you do have a problem all of a sudden how come you wasn't speaking about it before how come when the men were saying something you didn't take that opportunity to voice your disdain for the depiction of your characters but instead of doing that you took that opportunity to shame the men who voice their disdain for their representation in Tyler Perry films. Yeah, people, uh, y'all don't make sense, man. Y'all, y'all don't make sense. Uh, there's a lot of people out here claiming to be pro-blacks, but their actions, other way, other other ways, other rise. Their 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 actions show that it's early in the morning, and I'm recording this so that's my excuse for fucking up like that but no their actions show that they're not really about the pro-blackness at all and i don't mean because they're criticizing tyler perry films pro-blackness doesn't mean do not criticize black folks when you feel as though black folks uh need to be criticized pro-blackness literally means that if you we can coming together as black folks to work on solutions for problems. That is part of pro, being pro-black. If there's a problem in an area, instead of scolding the people or saying or placing blame on the issue, you come together and you find a solution to solve said issue. 
And now, of course, there are going to be those who are going to, from both genders, who are going to not hold themselves accountable for the issues that is obviously there. And those are the ones who are denying the truth. And those are the ones who should be scolded. Those are the people who should be scolded because if there is something that is true, a true toxicity that is not only plaguing certain type of black people, but a lot of black homes, we need to address said problem so we don't continue on the cycle. But addressing a problem is not placing blame and pointing fingers and not uh, coming up with solutions at all. That's not addressing the issue. But you ask these faux blacks nowadays, that's what addressing the issue is. It's placing blame while you sit back on your perfect high horse and either never bring up your um, toxic city or you just act as if though it doesn't exist. You just act as if though the truth that... (laughs) The, the ugly truths about you and your people just doesn't exist. Just act like you don't know what the fuck, uh, uh, you don't know how popular Tyler Perry is. Just j- don't act like, you, just act like you don't know who Tyler Perry is. Even though you've watched his movies, even though you say his name, even though you know his name. Just, just act like you don't even know who the man is. And just act like you don't even know what a movie is. You know what I'm saying? Like you just watch the movie, but you don't know what a movie is. You watch tons of movies throughout your lifetimes. Maybe over millions of movies. But you don't know what a movie is. Just keep acting like you don't know what the fuck something is. Because it will go against your point. The point that you want to make. Stupid motherfuckers. Anyways, we're going to go on to the next topic. Stay tuned. Alright, next topic here, everybody has a podcast. So, now this is an actual conversation that I had, um, you know, with somebody. Uh, Shout out to Brianna, if you're listening. First of all, I appreciate the listens. Once again, I already told you this, but I appreciate the listens and the support, uh, you know, that you you gave this podcast. um, The advice you gave as well pretty dope conversation uh hope that we can continue having dope conversations as, as well and uh for sure i'm gonna plan this trip out to atlanta uh sometime and if you are down there i believe she is uh i believe you are actually i'm saying she like it. but i'm talking to you if you are listening but we should link up definitely for sure if, if that's the case if you are down there if not then it's not like I can't plan a trip to wherever and we can link up there as well. Uh, but thanks for the support. But she knows I'm going to talk about that. I'm talking to you all now, not her. But, you know, she's welcome to listen as well, as always. But um, we had this conversation and within that conversation, uh, she mentioned how everybody has a podcast. Um, and... I agree with it, but you know, I, and, and again, a lot of what I, 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 I said to her, I'm going to say, uh, say here, 
because obviously you all, the rest of the people who weren't in on that conversation, you don't know what was said. Uh, also, you, I, I, I wanted to, she knows I'm going to talk about this because I wanted to expound on more of my thoughts about uh, just people going into podcasting, right? Now, before I get into that, I just feel the need that I should brag about myself or talk about myself and talk about how I got into podcasting. So, I was doing this, the Let's Talk About It podcast, actually, for longer than... um, Longer than it is being, you know, the host or the podcast host that I post this on is the Anchor app. Um, And it's, but you're not, you know, I get listeners from all over, not just on the Anchor app. But before I even knew about Anchor, I was hosting the podcast primarily and only on SoundCloud. Now... The reason why I stopped doing it on SoundCloud, not just because I don't necessarily like SoundCloud, uh, but I I just really ran out of bandwidth space. (laughs) That's what it was, really. Um, But how I got into it was the... I was still kind of doing YouTube at the time. So the topics I was talking... You would hear on here... um, are the same topics that I would discuss on YouTube, but I couldn't make hour-long episodes on YouTube. Um, I wasn't doing live streams either. Uh, you know, saying like, so me being me, I wanted to have a form where I could express my full thoughts and not just express some of the things I was thinking Instead, uh, like I was on YouTube, plus I was getting tired of being on YouTube and, and all that other shit. Uh, so I decided, let me, let me try a podcast. Let me try doing it a podcast for me. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be fun. And sure enough, yeah, just because I didn't like my experience on SoundCloud does not mean I didn't have fun doing the podcast or podcasting in general. I did. Hence why you're hearing this podcast now. Hence why I'm still going strong doing the podcast. Um, but this was, I want to say, 2000 and... I probably started doing it on, hosting it on Anchor. Not doing it on the other apps and, and, and where you're listening to this. I started hosting this podcast 2018 via Anchor. But in actuality, I started podcasting in 2017. So the year before, 18. And that was when I was doing it primarily and only on SoundCloud. Um, I was in a relationship at the time with this woman and she was uh, still going strong on YouTube. And... Um, yeah, I don't know how... I don't think she heard about the Anchor app. I actually did. I think Gary V. Shout out to Gary V. Um, Gary, I was I was listening to Gary V. Do a bref- Breakfast Club interview um, that year. That somewhere, be, I think it was 2018. 
um, the last one I saw of him. And he mentioned the Anchor app. He he goes, hey, yeah, you know, people get on there for five minutes and they just talk. And there's literally people making money and millions and, and well, just making money. I don't know. I don't remember the amount of money he said, but he said there's people literally making money starting their own podcast. They don't have a professional setup. They, it's literally an app you can use on their on your phone if you don't have the means or the money to have a professional setup where you have like a microphone, a studio, and all that other stuff, right? Um, and that intrigued me. And I remember, and the only reason why I brought up my ex is because I remember telling her, yo, you know, I might just stop doing this YouTube thing in, entirely and just go into podcasting. She obviously didn't like that because podcasting isn't her thing and YouTube is and all that other stuff. But I didn't give a fuck. I I wanted to do what I wanted to do. So I did it anyways. Um, But um, yeah, so I started it 2018, the start of the Let's Talk About It podcast. Heck, you can listen into my other podcast and my Two Cents podcast as well. Um, which I will mention a lot in this, uh, topic here, this segment here or whatever, uh, not only to promote myself, but because it actually fix, fits the story and what I have to say, um, here in this topic. But yeah, it, I will say on the aspect of everybody having a podcast, And this is going to sound like me tooting my own horn. And probably it is to some extent. But I won't say I'm responsible for everybody. Because that's impossible, right? Not everybody knows me. But I feel as though... And I felt this way since 2017. Not 2018. I think it grew in 2018. My feeling grew. Oh, these feelings I'm about to express to you all grew in 2018 but I was feeling this way in 2017 so and I still feel this way now so it's been so literally three years I've had this feeling of me inspiring a lot of people to get into podcasts a lot of people that I know now again I don't want to make it seem like it's everybody because it's certainly not if my pool was that strong I'd be racking in a lot more views right now I'd be racking in Joe Rogan numbers Right, um, but and I'm clearly not, so that's the case right there. But, um, I will say that since 2017, because I promote my podcast too on social media, I just don't post these episodes or whatever, I post them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the whole nine, right? Um, there were people who I either went to school with, people I just know of, starting their own podcast. And this was around the time, or at least several months after I noticed it. I noticed it several months after I was already, I had my feet in the, uh, you know, the podcast game or whatever. They already dipped in the pool of podcasting, right? So if I had to put a number on it, maybe about four, anywhere between three to four months 
of me solely just podcasting back in 2017 on 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 SoundCloud. About three to four months in, that's when I saw people that I know starting their own podcast. This feeling started to grow in 2018 because it then became people who followed me on Twitter that I don't know personally seeing me to promote the podcast or at least listening to it and thinking or probably feeling I can do that. And then they started to do it. And just like how it was in 2017, I started to notice their podcast months after I was, well, this is 2018. So this is a year after I got my feet already dipped in the uh, podcast pool, right? So my feet are already in, they soaking wet, it's all that, right? At this point, I got more than my feet dipped in. Probably like just, you know, my leg or at least half my legs covered. So we're knee high. We're knee high into the, oh, I'm knee high into the pool of podcasting. 2018. And then I see people who don't know me personally. Not only people who know me personally, but people who I don't even know personally, but they either caught wind of the podcast, they listen to an episode or two, whether it be this podcast or the My Two Cents podcast, and they saw something that they felt they can do, so they started their own podcast. And I can say that out of because it was more than one person it's more than two it's more than three heck it's more than ten yes I'm not trying to act like some Nicki Minaj y'all niggas are my sons y'all bitches are my sons nah but I can say that I personally feel that I inspired at least more than ten more than ten less than twenty (laughs) five But anywhere between 10 to 25 individuals to start podcasting. Because to them, maybe I make it look so easy. Now, you can take that as an insult or a compliment. I take it as what it is. People saw someone doing something. And they felt inspired to do it. Or they felt like they can do it. Obviously 10 or 25 people is not the total populace. But me feeling like I inspired everybody to do a podcast. Is is a feeling that I have. Because again. I, I see people that I personally know. And people that I now uh, amongst those 10 to 25 people that I, I'm not going to name, but I can name, but I'm not going to um, amongst those 10 to 25 people. The majority of them are actually people that I do know personally. I will say uh, out of the 10, 10 to 25, two are people that I don't know personally. Two are people that I uh, just followed me because they caught wind of my podcast and they heard it and they thought to themselves, I can do this, which I have zero problems with anybody doing because 
that's initially how I got into podcasting. It wasn't just my my boredom of YouTube. It was I can do this because I'm seeing other people, famous people, but I'm seeing other people do this and this is something that I know I can do or I feel I can do. Now I know I can do, but at the time it was, this is something I feel I can do. So long story short, but I still have more to say, but long story short, I don't necessarily have an issue with everybody, quote, quote unquote, everybody having a podcast because the the ones who are serious about anything, this, this isn't even just about podcasting. This is about anything. You know, there was a lot of people who made that argument. Everybody's a rapper now. Everybody's this. Everybody's that. But the ones who are still around today, still doing it, are the ones who are serious about it. And I can tell you, and I'm not going to name names, out of those 10 to 25 people, because clearly not all 25 of those people, not even 10 to be real with y'all. If I have to put a number on it, I guess out of those 10 to 25 people that I feel inspired to start podcasting, three, no, three, maybe four, three, maybe four of them are actually still doing it. So think about it, 10 to 25 people started something and the majority of them aren't doing it anymore because they, I don't know, I'd never really asked, but I'm assuming it's because they figured it wasn't something they could do, it wasn't as easy as they thought it would be, or they didn't have as much fun with it as they thought it would be. I don't know. You're going to have to ask those people if I ever have a conversation with those people. And I feel like um, bringing it up, then I would I would ask them. But as far as me having a definite answer as to why the majority of those people that I can think of right now that I feel as though inspired to start podcasting aren't podcast aren't podcasting now and this is it between the anywhere the years between 2017 and 18 the people that I inspired some of those people that inspired in 2017 didn't make it through the whole year of podcasting some of those people that inspired in 2018 didn't make it through the whole year of podcasting and now I don't see people the people that I see podcasting now are the people that either started when I started like literally the same year when I started or they were already well established and prior to me so it's not like I'm taking credit for their their and I don't want to act like I'm taking credit again for the people that did start and are no longer doing it I'm not saying this is not me saying y'all bitches all my sons because y'all not you're your mother's son you're your father's son. You're not mine. I or if you're not a son, you're a daughter of somebody else. Not mine. So please do not take this as me trying to son you. It's just I know the 
I know my impact, and I'm not saying that I have the biggest impact, but I know my impact. I know how people view me. In fact, there was one person for a fact when I first started doing hosting the podcast on the Anchor app. He literally created a an account just to follow and to listen. I don't know if he still listens now. I don't know if he still follows now. Heck, I don't even know if he follows this podcast. I think it's the other podcast, my two cents. But still, he does it now. And then I want to say, actually, yeah, it wasn't until last year, 2019, where I found out he, he and a group of his friends started a podcast. Now, I will say the people that I did inspire, they started it with a group of people. And I'm not saying that, you know, they... They're wrong for doing so. Heck, if I had friends, I probably would have started it with a group of friends too. But I did it by myself. And I'm not saying because I'm doing it by myself and I did it by myself that I'm greater than those podcasts or whatever. Because I think that part of what could make this podcast grow is if I have more voices. Now, am I promising more voices, people? No, I'm not promising more voices. But I think it would be nice if I did indeed have more voices, whether it be as guests or just more voices to co-host the Let's Talk About the Podcast with me. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I don't want to stifle anybody's creativity. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who does podcasts, I write, I make beats, and one time when I was on YouTube, I was doing a video gaming channel thing. With that being said, there's a, I ha, I'm multifaceted, and I don't expect other people not to be multifaceted as well. It would be unfair of me to ask other people to not be multifaceted, to be one-dimensional, while I have a bunch of interests of mine that I do on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis, daily basis at, at times. And you know, it's not fair. So I don't want it. I don't want to make it seem as though I'm stifling people's creativity because the podcasters who feel threatened by, quote, everybody having a podcast, and I'm not saying. Brianna is one of them. I'm not saying everybody else who shares that same sentiment is one of them. But you can obviously tell who feels threatened. If you feel threatened by people starting up a podcast or the fact that everybody has one. um, To me it says more about how you feel about your ability to grab grab people. For people to uh, be a fan of your podcast. To people for people to listen to it. If you feel as though that there's an oversaturation, and yes, there could be, it's possible for any field to have an oversaturation of people in said field. But as I stated a couple minutes ago, the real ones survive, and the ones who actually have talent survive. The ones who aren't real about the craft and the ones who are just straight up terrible they get weeded out why because nobody listens to them or people vocalize how terrible they are 
so other people find out and then when other people find out how terrible they are they don't listen to them they listen to the good shit they listen to the authentic shit the stuff that's out there that people actually like listening to because they know that the creator is genuine in the creative process so there's no need for me to feel threatened by the 10 to 20 there was no need for me to feel threatened by the 10 to 25 people that I felt inspired especially when I see that the majority of those people are not doing podcasting anymore heck they're not doing anything anymore they're going back to doing what they were doing before stalking motherfuckers on Facebook or watching me from afar it's okay I appreciate the view from everybody whether you make it be known that you listen to the podcast or not, I appreciate the view. And it's okay for people to get into something and say, nah, this ain't for me. It's perfectly fine. I just don't want it to turn into a situation to where we're trying to shame people not into being creatives, not into trying things out not into throwing things at the wall and see what sticks because as bad of a connotation that ideology gets I think there's nothing really too wrong with that I think if you're throwing things now if you're throwing things that you're genuinely interested in or at least have some interest interest in that's fine but if you're just throwing things because you see people get become popular because of this thing they're doing this thing that's where that problem uh, lies and again it goes back to the aspect of if you're genuine in how you approach this or not if you're not genuine in the creative process of doing podcasting or doing whatever people are going to see that just because you may you might be fooling people on your facebook page on your twitter on your instagram on your snap on your whatever right what the fuck was that? I hope that was not... First of all... First of all... Y'all gonna hear this along with me. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? I don't mean that creaky sound. I mean that sound before. I am not editing that shit out. That was disturbing as fuck. Anyways... The show must go on, even though it felt like a cat. I, I felt sound like a cat got shot. It sounded serious. The show must go on, though. Hopefully, whatever that case is, in all seriousness, hopefully no one got hurt. No one or nothing got hurt, cause God fix it, Jesus. Anyways. Not to carry on too damn long. I was going to end. I mean, I am going to end off. Not the episode, but this topic here. Again, let people rock out. Let people, if they want to get into a field, if they, if you are somebody who is listening to this segment or this podcast right now, and you've been thinking about getting into podcasting, do it. Try it. And if it's not something that you're into, at least you tried it. Because to me, it's better to try something that you've been wanting to do than it is to kick yourself because you're afraid somebody's going to call you a copycat. 
you're afraid somebody is going to uh, you're afraid of the perception of others in in general because if I were to do that about YouTube if then I would have never started YouTube if I were to feel that way about podcasting you wouldn't hear my voice right now you wouldn't hear my voice on the my two cents podcast as well that will be linked in the description box below for you to find so in any field if you have the interest in it if you have a like you don't have to love it but if you have an interest in it a genuine interest in it and you want to try it out do it once you get you dip your toe into it you can you decide whether you want to keep doing it or not and if you stop doing it that's your choice that's your decision don't let other motherfuckers tell you, oh, I knew it was just a phase. You always try and shit and always. Because people who make statements like that are typically people who are not brave enough to put themselves out there and to try something new. Whether that something new means podcasting or putting yourself out there for the public to consume or it could be something like something as little as a new approach of 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 working or thinking people who tend to do that that type of shaming are people who are afraid to move forward in life they're afraid of change basically Because ultimately they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of the... In their mind, they're playing too much of the what ifs. What if this this doesn't work? What if I fail at this? But what if you don't? See, you already... And I know that I might be going on a tangent. But let me just say this and then we're going to get into the last topic. But you already failed in my mind... If you're are if if you're thinking, what if this doesn't work? Well, you already failed because you're thinking about the outcomes of failure. Trust me, as someone who used to do that on the motherfucking daily, I can tell you from experience, I already failed. Much of the failure I've had in the past is not due to a challenge that was too challenge for challenging for me. It was because I already had the mindset that I was a failure in that field before I got into the field or I was a failure in whatever the case may be and then ended up failing and then I still got upset so that's what I gotta say about that I'm going to uh, pause this I ain't got no other ads but I am going to pause this I do have one more topic so stay tuned All right, third and last topic of today's episode, this week's episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. It's going to be in relation to Delonte West and just my thoughts on that situation and just some things I got to say about helping people, right? Now, in regards to Delonte West, this is the recent video... That people put out. That somebody put out. It does not surprise me. 
at all. Um, for those who are aware of Delonte West, for those who are aware, who are NBA fans or just aware of Delonte West, once again, we knew about this for since he since he started in the league. To be real, y'all. Um, we knew about his men- mental instability since then. And um, we've all been saying we want him to get the help. We hope he's receiving the help. We've all been in support of him getting the help, receiving the help uh, when he was receiving it. So this is nothing new to a number of us who knew about Delonte West. I'm not saying that to 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 brag and be like, oh, I I've been told him that get some help. I be, but that plays a part in a lot of people's. I feel as though a lot of people um has lost patience with the man, and they lost. Probably some have lost hope. And they are done supporting him and they are done getting him the help for those, getting him the help for those who were responsible for helping him out or getting him said help. You can only do so much for somebody to the point where you... If you're going to constantly just do for others or do for someone else, like you've done so much for somebody, you spend so much money on somebody to get them to a level that, you know, they either say they want to be at or you want them to be at a comfortable level, a a level where they are safe, You do so much for that somebody and then they continuously screw it up. So all the money you spent on them, wasted. All that time you spent supporting them, gone. All that effort that you put in was not reciprocated by them. I don't blame anybody, to be real with y'all, for saying I am done with said person. Especially when, or if, helping said person put a damper on your finances, put a damper on your mental health, your physical health, your well-being in general. If helping them and focusing on them hurt you in any way, any damaging way to the point where you now have to put in either twice as much or the same amount of effort in helping yourself that you did with when you went to focus primarily on that person. And you're in a predicament that you don't necessarily want to be in health-wise because you spent so much time helping that other individual, health-wise or wealth-wise, right? Um, financially is what I mean. That you spent so much helping that individual, that other person, that you hurt yourself in either or both both uh, departments. 
I don't blame anybody for saying enough is enough. I've had enough. I am done with you. I am done helping you. Now, that does not mean <clears throat> that somebody who is willing to say that, it does not mean that they want the person that they were helping to spiral out, to just hit rock bottom and just die, right? That does not mean that they want that person to live an eternal life of hell or in hell. Because you can want somebody, you can want best for somebody and still not want to be a part of their life or want to spend any more time or money <clears throat> making sure that they are trying to help them get to the level that you want them to be at. You can still want that. So for anybody who feels compelled to support Delonte West, for any of those who was already supporting him before he got to the level that he is from what the video show is currently at, because last information I heard about it was there are NF, um, not NFL, but NBA insiders and, and Danny Ainge being one of them. Danny Ainge is uh, part owner of the Boston Celtics. Um, and there are other people... <clears throat> Who are um, reaching out to help him. In fact, before, <clears throat> just to show Danny Ancient more love, not because he is partially owner of my favorite basketball team, but I, I just want to show him the support that he, he did, the good, kind deed he did. Before Delonte got to the level he was at, that he's at now, then he ain't hired Delonte West to be a scout for him. So Delonte was in charge, basically what uh, a scout would do, a sports scout would do, would be somebody who goes to like colleges, maybe high schools, and look at uh, players of a particular sport, whatever that sport is, and, you know, try to, you know, get them to... Uh, when they go pro, when they go uh, professional or whatever, train with them as well. You know, scouts will, some scouts will train that person, but, uh, you know, go with them and try to convince them basically you should, not to convince them that you should play for this team, but they're, they're kind of like a lookout. That's what a scout is, right? And then they report back to the team and say, hey, you all should like the team coaches and 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 the owners and stuff like that. People in charge of signing players, right? Um, they go back and say, "Hey, you should check out this girl, this guy, this person. They're really good. They're they're this. I think this person would make a good addition to this team in this way. That's what a scout basically does. Delonte West was that for the Boston Celtics." Now, again, his I'm not saying this man has had an easy life dealing with uh, the bipolar, the severe bipolar um, mental issues that he has suffering from bipolarism. I'm not saying that it's making his life easy. I'm not saying he has to uh, 
you know, he, he, oh, you got all this money, you got all these, uh, these cool jobs, and you're getting paid to do X, Y, and Z, and you should, I'm not saying all that stuff is e easily manageable. I'm not, you know, don't, do not take this as me being heartless and saying, fuck Delonte West, fuck his help. I want him to get the help. I want him to continuously get the help. What I'm not going to do is force the people who was helping him, who spent so much money helping him, who spent so much time helping him. What I'm not going to do is force them to keep going, to keep spending money, to keep spending time. When they have lives to live. <clears throat> See, it's easy for everybody to, to ask other people to do something when you don't have to do it yourself. Now ask yourself. No, I'm going to ask you. Would you spend so much money and time on somebody? It doesn't have to be Delonte West. And in fact, a number of y'all listening probably have given up on somebody. Because... They were a detriment to either your finances or your health or both. They were a detriment to you in some way. That if you continue on the path of trying to get them the help that they deserve. That they need. That it was going to do you more harm than it was them. Because they was already rock bottom. And in fact, they kept digging yourself into a hole. And within that hole, that hole is going to be big enough for you and them to lay in. And anybody else who is willing to step in. Now again, I have to say, because people are going to take shit out of context as they do nowadays. I am not saying <clears throat> nobody should want to help Delonte West. Nobody should reach out. All I'm saying is do not force the people and the organizations who were there for him while he was in the NBA as a player or as a scout or as anything related to doing with being within the sport of basketball, whatever job title he had, there were people behind him. There were people who were who 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 stood by him. People in support of him. So don't make it seem as though the and granted these organizations, you know, they're going to put themselves before. Um, the needs of players. You, you're absolutely right in thinking the NBA will not do that. But do not act as if though there are times like this time. Like with Delonte West. Where there aren't times where there are people within this organization who actually give a fuck. Who actually care. So... Once again, I, I want him to get the help. This this topic wasn't more so on, oh my God, we got to help Delante. And that wasn't the point of this, me uh, talking about this. The point of this was me 
basically bringing up and reminding people out there that it is okay for anybody out there to say that I am done. That I've done so much for this person. These people. That I am getting hurt. Within the process of doing for. Them. Because if you hurt yourself. And you're no longer around. Was it worth it at the end of the day? I'm asking you, was it really worth it to hinder your health, to cause a detriment in your health or your finances or anything involving you to help out somebody who, and I'm not saying this is Delonte, but to help out somebody who is showing signs that they don't want to change or they're not making an effort to change. And I'm not saying the the want or the effort is easy. But it has to be there. You cannot want more for somebody else than what they want for themselves. The only person you can want more from is yourself. And you have the ability to go out and get whatever whatever more that you want, you have the ability to get it for yourself. Especially if you're not dealing with a mental instability such as bipolarism. You're more capable, not to say Delante, not to say anybody else who suffer, suffers from bipolarism, not to say that anybody else um, <clears throat> with any other uh, mental instability is incapable of wanting more and going out and getting more or doing whatever. But let's not act as if, though, if you do not have an issue with anything, that's like me saying it's easier for a person with two legs to travel around rather than somebody with one leg or no leg. I'm not saying people with one leg or no leg can't travel around, but two legs, two legs that you have um, makes it easier and you're more capable of doing so. Again, not to say that if you do not have two legs, that you're incapable of doing so. Same with this situation. Just because you do have a mental instability doesn't mean that you're incapable of doing things that people who don't have a mental instability can do. I acknowledge the the I'm aware of the challenges Delonte West and others like him face. I'm also aware of as somebody who's been in the shoes of somebody trying to help somebody else. I'm also aware of how that shit can hurt you. How that shit could build, put a damper in your plans, your life goals.
that was the point of this. That's the point of of this topic here. Yes, I want Delonte to get the help, and I'm glad that people have immediately reached out. And they are. I don't know what's going on now. I'll probably check into it after I, you know, hit stop on this, um, stop recording. But um, yeah, from the last I heard, it was good news. Good news, as in there are a number of people, not just the NBA owners and not just Danny Ainge, but there are other uh, former players like Kendrick Perkins. There were other NBA insiders, just big wigs as well within the league that saw that video and said, we got to help this guy. Because it's the right thing to do. I just hope Delonte is accepting of the help. I hope that he continues to grow and to live and to prosper. Whatever the case may be, basketball-wise, if he ever wants to play again, if he one step at a time to me. It's not, let's get him to help. Let's give him a job. Let's get him signed on a team so he can start making money. So he doesn't have to be out on the streets getting assaulted by people. Because it ain't it ain't that simple. It ain't that. Because obviously he, he, he had the money when he was in the league. He still had the bipolar, you know what I'm saying? Like money is not going to buy the bipolarism away. Money doesn't pay away uh, mental instabilities. People who have mental instabilities, it isn't because they're poor. Now, mental instabilities and manic reactions and things like that can cause them to become homeless and whatever the case may be, or turn to things like drugs and alcohol. That caused them to become poor. But if being poor was the same as having a mental instability. Then everyone who's not of the 1% is, has a mental is, issue. And if that's your logic, we need to do something about it right now. Everyone including you. Me, everybody else listen to this. The 10 to 25 people that I talked about in the last uh, topic. But that's all I got to say about that. Um, Yeah, it's been another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Timestamps in the description box below, per usual, as always. Listen to five minutes, listen to 10 minutes, listen to however long you want to listen to. I appreciate the listen either way. If you feel like supporting monetarily, there will be a support tab. You can hit that tab and press in any amount of money you want to. Again, that's a choice. If you want to support any other monetarily um, as well, my PayPal and Cash App will be in the description Bots below. These are three different avenues you can hit up to support and show your support. 
But <clears throat> a simple good rating of the episode, of the podcast, any episode, a sharing of the podcast, any episode, a like, and a comment. These are the things you could do for free that also show your support of this podcast. And they are very much appreciated by moi. That's me. Until then, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQ plus lives matter. Trans lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter. And I'm out. Peace.